Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Paul's Show brought to you by Archie's on Carson Street. Get down to Archie's, the official chicken wing of the fan. Archie's home of 80 cent wings. Monday through Thursday, home of the Paul's Ice Grilled Cheese Sandwich. So get down to Archie's and enjoy a good meal and a good time. Um... <clears throat> Twitter brought to you by South Hills Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Peters Township. Visit them online, southhillsjeep.com. Text us on the Edgar Snyder & Associates. Fan text line, Edgar Snyder & Associates. Remind you to text responsibly. Um, so, today the Pirates played a, 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 a not a very good baseball game. They lost. They were up 3-0 uh, and ended up losing 4-3. And, of course... Um, sort of gave it away a little bit. We had a little bit of the uh, starting pitcher, Rich Hill. Did you watch the game, Joel? Not a lot of it. Uh, I was going to say, would you characterize what uh, Rich Hill did as sort of throwing a little bit of a tantrum that they were taking him out of the game? He was not happy about it, put that way. Yeah, but, probably could have been that. But by the same token, you know what? If you don't want to get taken out of the game, don't pitch bad. Don't pitch poorly. Exactly. Period. So, anyway, you know, they, they, they lose 4-3 to three in this game. And they are now 21-17. and 17. At one point, they were 20-8, and eight, Joel. They're now 21-17. and 17. My math is not great. But that's 1-9. Over their last 10. Um, and I think when you really think about it, they haven't been able to, to they haven't been able to get big hits. Remember in April, people were talking about the lumber company all over again. This might be the greatest offense ever assembled. We might be talking about the 19, what is it, 27 Yankees or whatever. But at the end of the day, you know, you knew they were all gonna come back to earth, but they can't even get you know, hits, like they can't even get timely hits and things of the such. They can't put together good innings. They can't. It's a little bit unnerving what they've done. And here's the other thing. Their offense has kind of gone to, you know, gone to the birds as well. Their offense has kind of gone away. You know what their run differential is right now, Joel? You know what their run differential is? 
It used to be something really good. I know that. It was. It was. Uh, they were. They were. They were significantly. They were significantly among uh, the, the 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 best in baseball. What do you think their run differential is right now? Without looking at it, I'll say they are plus twelve. Uh, plus a very good plus ten. Now I'm trying to look right now. Because I think they were at like sixty at one point, weren't they? I think they were. They were definitely in the fifties. I want to say. They they had got here. We go. So the standings. Run scored. Run against. Uh, so they were twenty and nine. So, run scored was one fifty six. Runs against was one hundred eight. So what's that? Forty eight. They were forty eight. And 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 quite frankly. If you look at it, they were 48 at that, but they uh, they had lost that game. So let me see something real quick here. When they were 20 and eight, yeah. So they well, they were 40. So they were uh, so seven to two. So five. So they actually were at 53. That was it. That was their high. 53. Now they're at 10, which means. Over the last 10 games, their run differential is minus 43. You're not as good as you were when you were winning like they were winning. You're not as bad as you are when you're losing. But I think that their their offense is reason for concern. There's no question. Their offense is for reason for concern. Um, when you think about it, let's see. Wednesday, so so uh, they in their last 10 games... Four, six, eight, nine, ten, thirteen. Thirteen runs in their last ten games. And that's three in this game. Again, they've got way too many holes in their lineup. And that's a part of the problem. And 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 quite frankly, this is now where you start to see not having O'Neill Cruz show up. Right? Definitely. I would you know what? What were you gonna say? Yeah, I mean they were they were still winning games without him initially, but now it's really beginning to set in. There's no question. There's no question. That's the biggest thing to me. The 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 whole thing to me is if you look at it from that perspective, you take O'Neill Cruz out. Initially, they were, you know, guys were playing over their head. But when you take somebody who is supposed to be one of your, you know, your main sources of power and take him out of the lineup, it's going to show up eventually. That's the beauty of baseball. The beauty of baseball is that over the long haul, stuff like that shows up. It shows up. The fact that they don't have to worry about a guy who can hit the ball into the river anytime he swings the bat. The, the, the fact they don't have that guy, you know, in, in the lineup right now. The fact that they don't have that guy, you know, that is a huge, huge, big piece of their their puzzle that's missing. And he ain't coming back till mid-August. And I'll tell you, I'm going to make a prediction, Joel. If he's not 110% ready, okay, and they're no, they're not in the in the hunt in August. They will err on the side of caution with him. 
completely, right? I'm right with you. That's what they'll do. So, you know, they could be without him for another, all the way till you know, real late in the season. Bring him back to sell a few tickets in September and, you know, go go from there. I just think that when you look at it from that perspective, it's really easy to see this, that you take that bat out of your lineup. And I know there's people, well, he only hits 230, he only hits 240, he only... It's not about that. It's about the fact that every time he's at the plate, opposing pitchers have to worry about him turning on a ball and hitting at a mile. And that changes innings. You think, for instance, if O'Neill Cruz is up, you know, and first base is open late in the game, they've got to probably pitch around him. But if it's a bases-loaded situation like it was today, they've got to be awfully careful because it could go from 3-3 to 7-3 in one swing of the bat. And right now, there's just not that many guys in this lineup that that puts that kind of fear in you. And, you know, again, I I, I think if you look at their power numbers, Sawinski's hit home runs for them. But he has the same problem now that he's always had. And you know what that is? He can't hit. He can't hit enough. Period. When he hits it, it goes a long way. No question. When he hits it, it goes a long way. But he has seven home runs, 38 strikeouts. He's batting 226. You know, it, it is what it is. 38 strikeouts, 18 walks. I mean, you know, he's he's among uh, the, the, the team leaders in, in home runs and RBIs. But the reality is, he doesn't hit well enough. And I don't think that, you know, what's going on right now is like a, uh, uh, you know, just sort of some sort of, uh, well, it is basically, um, you know, he's in a slump or whatever. I, I mean, this is probably what, uh, you know, this is probably what it is or who it is. Period. So I would tell you that um, they need Reynolds to continue to do what he's doing. They need Hayes to get going, right? They need McCutcheon to, you know, reverse whatever's going on with him as well. But here's the one thing I can't understand, though. And, Joel, you have to explain this to me, okay? I get it. I do. I understand completely. I don't agree with it, but I understand why you don't bring up one of the two young kids to play catcher. But if you're a team that's struggling mightily for runs, mightily for runs, and you have one catcher who is hitting 360, and the other catcher is hitting 143, can you explain why the 143 is the guy who's your normal starter? I think it's just more of really helping out the pitching staff. Like they, they, I don't think they expect him to be 
you know, a big time batter now 143. That's, <laughs> you know, fairly alarming. They're probably not expecting. I don't know if they may not even be expecting him to hit 200 this year. Um, and 143 is low, but I think Austin Hedges, you know, primarily I think he's there to help out the pitching staff. You know? He is, but my point is you're struggling to score runs. Why not play the better bat until you get your offense back on gear? Right. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Yes. And here's the thing. 143 isn't the most alarming number for this guy. On base, 226. That's putrid. Slugging percentage is 179. Yeah, that's, that's o- alarming. <laughs> OPS is 404. I mean, what are we even doing here? There are probably some players who have a better batting average than he's got OPS, I guess. I mean, his OPS is 404. I mean, what are we even doing here? I mean, in terms of his on-base percentage at 226, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 guys have a higher batting average than he has an on-base percentage in this lineup. You know, it's just, it's, it's again, I, I, I'm just so tired of hearing about, oh, well, you know, we've got pitch framing. Oh, we got pitch framing. We got a pitch frame. Pitch framing. The hell does that even mean? Well, he's good. He got good at clubhouse guy. Good leader guy. The guy's hitting 143 with a 226 on base and a 179 uh, slugging percentage and an OPS of 404. I don't give a rat's rear end what his scouting reports are. If you're that excited about his scouting reports and and all of his, well, he, he puts together good approaches for the pitchers, guess what? Guess what? Make him the bullpen catcher, for God's sakes. Then you can keep him in the clubhouse. Then who can be the feel-good story, uh, the old guy that helps everybody get better without screwing up the lineup every night? My God. I've had enough. Would you give me enough? Enough of, enough of it. You've got a catcher. Of, if, you know, if, you're, if you're not going to bring up one of the young guys, at least have the other catcher play who might get a hit. This is not hard. Your team is not scoring runs right now. Your your, your team is not scoring runs right now. You're struggling beyond struggle. What are we talking about here? But yet you're going to keep running out a guy who's essentially an automatic out. And of course, don't get me started on you know the uh, to, to to borrow a phrase from Dejan the the, the 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 waiver dudes that you keep running out here, as if you're operating the team again uh, in, in hopes that you're going to keep everybody service time. I don't want to hear about service time anymore. I don't care about service time for two reasons. One, you got to win now because the division stinks. It's reachable. So don't tell me that you're preserving the the roster of 2029. I mean, for God's sakes, the asteroid might hit us by then. Could be over by then. Secondly, how many guys do you actually get to the final year of arbitration with? How many? You either sign them to an extension, or by that point, you trade them anyway. 
So why is this whole thing about we have to preserve every every single second of, of service time and all the other the Super 2 crap? I, I'm tired of it. Put the best guys on the roster, A. Put the best guys in the lineup, B. And stop with all this nonsensical crap about how Austin Hedges is good in the clubhouse. He's good in the clubhouse. He's got good analytics. He's very good at putting together good approaches for the pitchers. This is why we have to play him. No, it's not why you have. You, you don't have to play a guy who cannot hit. All of that crap you just said, oh, you know what it is? He can accomplish that and not play. Say, Austin, here's what you're going to do, buddy. Put together your little scouting reports on each hitter and the approach that we're going to take. Talk to the pitchers. Get in their ear. Be the pitcher whisperer. But guess what? You ain't playing. We could do that. I know we could do that. It's not against the rules to make a guy sit on the bench. That's what's so frustrating about this team. People just started caring. Just started really caring and and, and really starting to think this thing was going to turn around. And, And for the last two weeks, they've played and they've operated like the Pirates over the last two or three years that everybody can't stand. All of a sudden, they can't field. Their pitching is okay, but they can't hit. They're they're putting together lineups that don't make sense. They're putting guys out there that shouldn't be out there. They're basically signing anybody that walks down to PNC Park with a sign that says, I'll play baseball for food. Ow! Waiver wire! Bring them in! Put them in the lineup today! It's absurd. Anyway, Jason Mackey's coming up. I'm sure he'll be a lot less uh, angry about it than I am. It's uh, 93.7 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.